Shinzo. It's way too casual the way people have been reacting to Shinzo Abe's assassination. Abe's. People like to call him Abe. 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 Shinzo Abe. Abe. Shinzo Abe. People have different ways of saying it. I just call him fucking Abe. No, I don't. I usually say Shinzo Abe as well. Anyway, he's dead now. He was killed in the street while he was giving a speech. While he was giving a campaign speech for another politician. He was shot in the back. Um, twice. And killed. I think people are reacting too casually to this. You know? It's like when it happened, you'd expect for a former Prime Minister of Japan, who is also, was also, the longest serving Prime Minister of Japan, you'd expect the news coverage for it to be, you know, rolling coverage for all of the news channels and just all over the media landscape <laughs> to be focusing on this on this thing. Oh fuck. Former Prime Minister of Japan, he just been shot with this fucking weird homemade gun in the street and look at him now he's you know most likely gonna die but there wasn't that it was like it was it was like okay yeah in in, in other news this morning Shinzo Abe former Japanese prime minister longest serving ever He's been shot. Now let's move on. Let's talk about, you know, something else. Something stupid. You know, it was... It should have been the main story everywhere. And yet, it wasn't. It was all kind of a bit too casual. You know, they would just update, like, yeah, basically, he's been shot. And, yeah, seems like he's going to die. And then finally, you know, the news came through that he did die. And it was still just like, okay... It was very strange. It was very strange for for it to be that way. And even like on the you know the, you know the websites, news websites. It wasn't the main story. It was, you know, far down. You know, way too far down than it should have been. And I still feel, you know, it's it's now a few days later, and I still feel people are just taking this thing way too ca- casually. It's like, yeah, Shinzo Abe, longest serving Japanese prime minister, you know, and a recent, you know, he was a recent prime minister as well. He was in office recently. Just fucking shot dead in the street with a homemade gun. And it happened. And then it's it's gone. It's out of the news. And there there is a news story, a new news story today about how apparently the the assassin uh, he was pissed off. His grudge against Abe was that he, in some way, promoted the Moonies, the church, started by, you know, started by started by a Korean, uh, the Moonies, and apparently his mother was 
a member and had fucked up the family's finances or something by giving a large donation or something. You know, some see he just hated the church. And apparently he was planning to to kill the church's leader, uh current leader. But yeah, he didn't. Instead he killed Shinzo Abe because he thought you know, in some way Abe had promoted them in Japan, had bolstered them up, had um had strengthened them in some way. So yeah, that's why. Real fucking random. A real random assassination. Um, you know, you expect these things to be more political. And like, it's not even religious. Because like, it could have, you know, had that religious angle. But it's not really. It's it's more of just like, he's pissed off that his mum spent a bunch of money donating to to the this church you know the moonies that's it he's just he should have just killed his mum <laughs> why didn't he shoot his mum why does he have to go and kill my favorite revisionist nationalist prime minister why does he have to do that shinzo abe was my prime minister, okay? He was. He was one of my prime ministers. Both times that I have been to Japan so far in my life, Shinzo Abe was prime minister. You know? In 2013 and in 2016, Abe was was prime minister of Japan. You know? And he's got he's got to kill him. He's got to kill him because of his fucking mother. Just just shoot your mother. And do you really need to go through all of that, you know, work, that bother, that fuss to build this weird fucking this homemade gun? Just stab your mother in the neck. Just do that instead, okay? I don't want my Shinzo Abe, one of my prime ministers, being shot, okay? This person did work for me. He did wonderful work for me as Prime Minister. He is, he was, he's dead now, but he was my favorite, one of my favorite revisionists and right wing nationalists. Okay? This fucking. Why didn't, why didn't this guy, okay, now, since he's killed AB. Why doesn't he go and become Prime Minister of Japan and take over the baton of revisionist-isms and right-wing-isms and, you know, nationalist-isms? He can go do that. Look, Shinzo Abe, a lot of people been saying negative things about him uh, after his death. There's There's been a lot of people talking about how he denied the war crimes in World War Two about he was, you know, not giving a fuck and denying um, the sexual slavery that took place. Um, and that was, you know, implemented by Japan. And, you know, a whole bunch of other things that how he would always go and visit the war criminals. The um, but I mean, 
who wasn't a war criminal in World War Two? <laughs> you know, everyone was a fucking war criminal in World War Two. It was total war. Uh, some did things a bit worse than others, but every fucking one was a war criminal. But still, look, he would go and he would, you know, um, go and, you know, celebrate them or pay his respects to to these people. And everyone, you know, always, not everyone, but a lot of people didn't like that. I don't really care too much. I don't have too much of um, a strong opinion about those kinds of things. Um, or he also, you know, changed the textbooks in Japan to to basically soften uh, the role that Japan played and the things that Japan did, which were, you know, objectively real fucking insane shit. They did. What I what what I did like about Shinzo Abe was that he attempted he tried to change japan's constitution and he didn't really get it done he got some of it done he got kind of a compromise done um so look ultimately i think he was a failure and i don't like it too much he did try okay i liked the policy i liked the idea of trying to to change japan's constitution to allow japan to become a sovereign nation again because japan right now it's not a sovereign nation all right the constitution they've got basically says (laughs) you can't fucking go to war and it actually says in the constitution that the japanese people renounce the right the sovereign right the Japanese people renounced the sovereign right, the sovereign right for, you know, war stuffs. Okay? Let's let's get it up. Let's get the constitution. Okay, Article 9. It's Article 9 of the Japanese constitution. Let's get it up. Let's read that text. All right, here we go. The official English translation of the article is Article 9. 1 in brackets. Aspiring sincerely to an international peace based on justice and order, the Japanese people forever renounce war as a sovereign right of the nation and the threat or use of force as means of settling international disputes. 2. In brackets, in order to accomplish the aim of the preceding paragraph, land, sea, and air forces as well as other war potential, will never be sustained. The right of belligerency, terrible fucking word, belligerency, belligerency, belligerent, belligerent, belligerency of the state will not be recognized. The right of fucking belligerency, Spaginsky, Spaginsky, Linsky, of Plinsky, Kyle Kalinsky, of the state will not be recognized. Okay? So it's not a sovereign nation. I mean, in their constitution, which the Americans wrote, it says, hey, you cannot do this thing that sovereign nations can do. You can't fucking be doing war. All right. 
And Shinzo Abe was trying to change that. He did, you know, get a, a reinterpretation of of that clause through uh, the legislature, um, through the diet. But he didn't. He didn't get it done. He didn't, you know, really concretely put it in place. You know, he didn't really, you know, achieve achieve that goal. Get it done. Yeah, but I still like the idea because, I mean, it's no fun. It's no fun for J- Japan to <laughs> to not be able to go to war. It might have to go to war. It might have to go to war, okay? And look, the reality is that if Japan needed to go to war, it just fucking would do it anyway. It's not like the constitution would stop Japan from engaging in an offensive war if it felt that it needed to if it really came to it if conditions or for whatever reason you know japan the leaders of japan just made up their mind we need to you know or we want to be doing offensive things okay it's not like the constitution would really stop them but it's it's more about the principle you know it's about america having written the constitution of japan and taken away, you know, a, a real big tenant of, of a sovereign, you know, sovereignty, of national sovereignty. And just taking it away, taking that element away, taking that part, that very important part of a sovereign nation away. Trying to change that, getting that changed. And for Japan to be independent, you know. So that's what Abe was trying to do. He failed. He didn't get it done. But he was trying. He was trying. And then he gets he gets shot and fucking killed because of the Moonies. And not not like a religious thing. Like Abe is part of this group and he's, you know, telling everyone they should all be Moonies. Or some other kind of religious political thing or political, you know, religious just combination. It's, he's shot and killed because his fucking mum was terrible with the finances. You know, that's it. Just stab your mum. Don't kill one of me prime ministers. You have killed one of me prime ministers. You fucking cunt. Yeah. Um... It's look, it's crazy. It really is crazy that it's not bigger news. This should be a bigger story. It really should be. It really should be a bigger story. Everyone's just kind of being casual about it. The world has accepted and moved on already. Hmm. Well, not everyone, but most of the world. It's just the way it's being presented. It's just very casual. And I don't think it's a casual event. I think it's kind of a an important one, a big one. And I think Western media especially should be giving it more of a, you know, hearing, more of a, um, it should be out there more. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah, let's move on, though. This episode just... This episode isn't just about the Shinzo ABE assassination. Abe assassination. No. We're also going to be talking about another prime minister. Um, a current prime minister for now. His name's Boris Johnson. And he is fucking off. After a long time of trying not to fuck off, he came out and he said, All right, I'm gonna fuck off then. <laughs> and this happened, this happened before Abe was uh, killed. The day before, um, Boris Johnson, after his entire cabinet, every single one of them and their children, they all, everyone resigned. People who weren't even in Boris Johnson's cabinet were resigning. <laughs> People at, you know, fucking other, in other sectors in the economy were just resigning in protest. There were people in other countries resigning. Okay? All over the place. The King of Denmark resigned. The King of Norway resigned. The Prime Minister of Ethiopia resigned. <laughs> they all fucking resigned. Okay. Because they all wanted Boris Johnson to fucking fuck off. And eventually he came out. He came out in the street. And he was like, yeah, all right, I'll fuck off. Everyone keeps saying I'll fuck off. So I guess I'll fuck off. Dems the brakes. <laughs> Dems the brakes. Dems the brakes. It's not my fault. It's just life, you know. One moment you're fucking running a country and the next you're, you're being attacked all over the place. Pinches. Parties. What's going on? I don't know. I I've I've never told a lie. It's not about me lying. I just can't fucking remember anything. <laughs> yeah, I'm running the country, baby, but I can't fucking remember a damn thing. I cannot be trusted. It was fun, and it's still fun. He's still there. Labour are trying to get him out. A lot of the Conservative Party are trying to remove him. Uh, because he is going to do damage. Look, there's there's two things he's thinking right now. I'll tell you what he's thinking. He's thinking this. He's thinking, I can stay on for as long as possible. I can, you know, leapfrog Theresa May in the, in the rankings of Prime Minister. I can just get above her. As long as I just get above that fucking bitch. Then it will be fine, alright? Then at least I won't have done worse in terms of tenure, in terms of the time I've been here, than her. You know, because... Ooh, wouldn't it be horrible? Ooh, I might actually have to kill myself if I don't last as long as Prime Minister as Theresa May. After taking over from her and then winning a massive majority, 
I, then I don't even, you know, last as long as she did. And she was, you know, universally considered to be a fucking failure as a prime minister. So Boris Johnson's hanging on for that reason. He's also hanging on because he's, he's thinking, well, maybe, maybe, maybe I can somehow turn this around. Maybe if I just, I just get a few more months, if I just delay it a few more months, then something will, will happen. Maybe the Queen will die. Fuck, imagine if the Queen dies. Imagine if the Queen dies, or a big fucking thing happens in Ukraine. Maybe Russia will nuke Ukraine. Oh yes. Come on, Vladimir. Come on, do it. Maybe something else will happen. But, look, as long as I'm here as Prime Minister, I still have a chance for this all to be reversed. I've just got to stay here for a few months and maybe, or maybe I can figure something out. Maybe I can turn things around. Maybe I can transform this horrible situation into a win still for me. It's possible. So that's another thing he's thinking. Um, Yeah, so that's why he's trying to stay. But he's also probably thinking... He definitely is. He's definitely thinking this. That if none of that does happen, that if it does just go the way it seems to be, in terms of there will be a new leader of the Conservative Party, there will be a new Prime Minister, then I can do a lot of damage and have a lot of fun and get a lot of revenge while I'm still here in this position, the position of head of government, I'm still in control. And yeah, everyone else is saying, oh, no more big policies and no more big decisions will be made, blah, blah, blah. I'm still the guy, baby. I'm still the one that makes the decisions here. And I got some time, got a few months, Got a few months to have some fun, do some damage, get a lot of revenge. So that's what he's thinking. He's thinking these things. And that's why it is important that Labour and the opposition parties keep trying to get rid of him. Um, uh, Who knows if that is going to happen. It did seem like it was a real possibility in the early stages. But it's kind of died down now a bit more. Um, And it it seems like he could stay on. But it is really stupid. I mean, this guy does have the power to launch nuclear weapons. And there's always this thing about how, like, oh, you know, the, the deep state will never allow that to happen. The military will never allow nuclear weapons to be used in that way but i mean even if and i think it is possible and look i know it's possible that these things happen where the military and the civil service and that deep state the deep state elements do kind of try and frustrate the worst or the best uh, just things they don't agree with 
that um, individual politicians, individual leaders do. And I mean, when Trump, this happened with Nixon and it happened with Trump, like when Trump was doing his whole, well, stop the election for me, kind of thing. Well, he's still doing that. But when he was in office, you know, the military, they were basically saying like, hey, we're not going to let him do anything too <laughs> problematic here. We're not going to let him, we're not going to let him do anything too serious here. We're not going to let him launch nuclear weapons and do something devastating like that. Um, but at the same time, they are the head of government. You know, head of state or head of government. In this case, head of government. And they do have, they are the guy that ultimately, or the lady that ultimately, guy or girl, I don't know why I'm calling them lady. Fuck them. They don't deserve to be called ladies. Women. That's what they are. But look, they have the fucking power while they are there to to decide these things, to give these orders. Uh, and it wouldn't be too difficult even if you have, you know, elements of of the deep state and the military and others against you, the civil service against you. You could find workarounds. You probably could launch you know, nuclear weapons. Or you could do other things, you know. Um, and even if it isn't, like, the ultimate of, you know, launching the nukes, you know, currently that is the ultimate thing a leader of a nuclear weapons state, you know, can do. A big country like that can do. Launch the fucking nukes. As a country, we're all going to be launching the nukes. Get that done. Even if it isn't that, like, they can still do real damage. They can. And Boris Johnson, one of the things he's thinking right now is, how can I do as much damage as I can? And if it really does go the way of it's a done thing, you know, it's done, absolutely done, there's no way he is going to remain prime minister, then he's going to really start doing damage. And the only thing that will hold him back, and this depends, it depends how delusional he is, because he might be so delusional that he thinks even after they've kicked me out, in five years, in ten years, you know, at some point, I could come back as prime minister. He's already said that he wants to remain a member of parliament. So his plan could be to go to the backbenches, play the victim, and build up support again within the parliamentary par parliamentary party, conservative party, and with the membership. And then he could be planning a comeback. And I think the amount of damage he tries to do will depend on how deluded he is. So they should get him out of there. They should vote. The Conservative Party should vote and they should kick him out. They should put a temporary leader in place. A prime minister, but one that is just going to be there for, you know, six weeks, two months at the most, really. Yeah, they should do that. 
it will be funny because Labour have said that they are going to put in place a, uh, a no confidence vote in Parliament. It will be funny when the Conservatives are forced <laughs> to vote uh, for Boris Johnson and his government after all of them resigning and saying, this guy can't run a country. We can't let him do it anymore. We made a big fucking mistake here. We're getting rid of him. It will be funny. It will be funny. And they haven't really... Some of them have, but not all of them. But, like, it is clear that they have abandoned uh, all belief that this guy can be trusted with the country. And it will be funny if Labour do go ahead and do a no-confidence vote in Parliament. It'll be interesting to see how many Conservatives actually do, you know, go through with uh, backing him. Um, yeah, but, but the Conservative Party in that case will be in a real dilemma. But I think ultimately they will have to back them. You know, they'll have to back them and say things like, oh, we're backing... You know, the transition, we're, we're, we're backing the government of the, you know, the governing philosophies of the Conservative Party. And we're backing our new leader. Yeah. Going to be a few, few it's going to be a fun few weeks watching the uh, Tory leadership election, watching that contest. I I don't like Rishi Sunak. Don't like him. He is he's a fake, fake, fake fuck. Um, and he's he's there's got he's got dirt all over him. He's a very dirty boy. And I think if the Conservative Party choose him, then there's just going to be more dirt coming out. And he is connected to Boris Johnson. I mean, he was fucking there at some of those parties. He was fucking fined. You know, he was issued. With the same uh, punishment by the police. He is a criminal. As Boris Johnson was. So like how the fuck can he even stand? And yet he's you know getting a lot of support at the same time. And he shouldn't be. I don't like him. I don't like the, the guy who was born in Iraq. Don't like him. He's definitely doing some weird shit. Um... And I just don't like his face. It's fine if you're doing weird shit. I just don't like his face and his general attitude. I don't like the Home Secretary. She's really scarily short. She is too short. There's short people and then there's people who are a bit too short. She's a bit too short. And she's a cunt as well. So I don't like her. Um... Else. This Liz Trust person is kind of funny. There's a there's a video going around about her being outraged, giving a speech and being outraged that Britain imports so much cheese. We import two thirds of our cheese. That is a disgrace. And she's just a very strange character. She could be fun. She could be fun for a few years. Not too long. She would get boring, I think. But she could be a fun, a fun joke to have around for a few years. She she'd be one of those kind of things. 
One of those kind of things, yeah. Who else is running? A bunch of fucking losers who don't have a chance. Deluded people. Um, ben Wallace, the one that I keep in the corner, he he was actually the leader. He was the front runner, and he he didn't run. He pulled out. I think he's probably thinking about doing it when the Conservative Party have a more of a shot to to stay in government for longer. I think he is. He's sensing that whoever becomes prime minister next will 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 have a short tenure. That they'll have to probably call a general election pretty soon, and ultimately they will, you know, they'll be battered in a general election. That's what he's betting on. He's betting that that leader will probably do a shitty job. There'll be a big backlash against the Conservative Party. Labour might win. Um, or that new prime minister, that new leader will be so damaged that there'll have to be a new fucking conservative prime minister coming in. I think he's going for next time. I think Ben Wallace is is planning, is betting on his strategy is I'm just going to skip this one. I'm going to sit this one out and I'm going to be the elder statesman who comes around next time when there's more of a shot of actually having a real proper premiership, you know, having more time in office. I think that's what he's doing. But yeah, he didn't run this time. Who else? Who else is running? This Penny Mordaunt person. Mordaunt. There's a T at the end. Penny Mordaunt. I've seen pictures of her body I like that there's pictures of her body online. Uh, she's not naked, but she's in like a you know a pretty pretty revealing swimsuit. I mean, it's just a swimsuit. It's not particularly revealing. It's just a swimsuit. But you can see boobies, and you can see ass, and you can you know see. Penny Morgan. Woo! Yeah, she isn't unattractive. For an unattractive person. And this look, there's multiple images of this woman in swimsuits. She's an interesting one. Because she's she is kind of unattractive. But she's not unattractive for an unattractive person. You know? I would fuck her. I would. I would. Maybe it should be her. Maybe it should be her. And then I should fuck her. And that will solve the country's problems. This country's problems will all be solved. Uh, I don't don't want to talk about them anymore. They're all just a bunch of losers. All of them. They are all... A lot of them are deluded. Some of them are less deluded. Some of them have a real shot at it. But they're all pretty much just a bunch of amateurs. They're a bunch of amateurs. They're a bunch of losers. It's going to be a fun few weeks. It's going to be an amusing few weeks. It is. It's a lot of fun. And I'm going to enjoy the Conservative Party leadership election. I'm going to fucking enjoy it. I should be 
the leader of the Conservative Party. I should be, I'm not going to say Prime Minister because I just do not like, I really, it's, it's nothing wrong with Prime. Prime is fine. What's wrong with it is the minister part. I don't like minister. Fucking don't like it. I don't like the meaning behind it. Okay. I I already have so many different um, titles, positions, names for the office that is currently, you know, known as Prime Minister of the United Kingdom. I know the one I would use as well. I've known it for a while, for quite a while. I came with it. I came up with it. I came up with it quite a while ago. And I've always considered. I've always considered. Always considered running the United Kingdom of Great Britain and Northern Ireland. I've always considered running the British state and this British country. It's one of the paths, one of the possible paths. Um, it is one of my possible paths. It's, it all just depends on my mood and also on which one of those paths is the hardest, you know? Which one? Maybe I'll do all of them. <laughs> Maybe I'll do all of my different paths, and some of them you know, pretty much you know contradict the other ones. Or there, there are there are reasons why doing one will kind of close off another one. Yeah, but I'm keeping my options open. Okay, keeping my options. I keeping my options open. Yeah. But bringing it back to today, now, I am going to really enjoy this uh, Conservative Pie leadership election. I'm looking forward to it. And I wonder who wins. I wonder who wins. Um, I hope it's... I hope they don't go with someone that is just a, you know, a caretaker. That is just a safe pair of hands. I hope they do go with someone that is amusing, you know, and also not, you know, trying to be amusing. I think the thing I do like about Liz Truss is is that she isn't trying to be amusing, just being herself or being the character that she, you know, wants to portray to the world is fucking amusing. And it isn't her trying to be amusing. It's just... um. You know, it's cringe, but in a in a different way. There's cringe, it's just cringe. And then there's cringe um, that is more special. Okay, and there's many different types of cringe that is more special. And Liz Truss is cringe that is actually kind of special. Um, yeah. So maybe her, maybe this Penny Mordant, maybe that, that person... I mean, when Ben when Ben Wallace was uh, being, oh yeah, you know, thrown about, his name was being thrown about for it. When Ben Wallace was still considered a possible candidate, I I had mixed feelings about it because Ben Wallace is the one I keep in the corner. Um, yeah, but I wouldn't have minded. Ben Wallace. 
I wouldn't have, you know, been too enraged about it. I think if some people do win, and ra- enraged isn't the right word, I'll be mildly annoyed. You know, it only reaches that level, you know, of mild annoyance. <laughs> but there are some that I will have a, a, you know, a feeling of mild annoyance if they win. Um, you know, could anything really enrage me? I don't think so because they're just not. They don't have the capabilities, any of them, to really truly enrage me. Doesn't reach that level. None of these clowns. Okay, look, I hope it's Liz Truss or Penny Mordant or Ben Wallace does a 360 and enters the race. Hope it's one of them. Sure, whatever. I don't want to be mildly annoyed, so hope it's not any of the other ones. Anyway, this this has been the episode. This has been episode 87. Hope you have enjoyed it. Why do I keep saying fucking hope? Hope and change, that's why. Hope and fucking change. I'm all about hope and change. Barack Obama came to me one day and he said, Brad, can I please use the slogan hope and change? I want to be talking about hope and change. And I said, okay, if you give me a blowjob. And he gave me a blowjob. And then he went on, you know, being the hope and change guy. Um, I'm just looking at some more pictures, some more photographs of this um Penny Mordant. Um, she, it's, ah, it's very strange. Because she is unattractive, but also attractive. There's an article here by The Mirror that's calling her Britain's sexiest female MP. And she does look like sexy. She does. She's sexy. I mean, if she's the sexiest, that would be a bit disappointing. Because she, it's not like, yeah, just, I do, I, I would fuck her. I would. A big part of it is the hair. She has very, you can tell that she's put a lot of effort into the hair and it does work it does work well and the suits as well the way she's you know wears her lady suits and she has the the kind of like thick legs as well and she has a she has a bust a big bust and she does have a cunt look but not an entirely you know um unattractive cunt look like she has an attractive cunt look she is an unattractive woman who is kind of attractive, who doesn't have an unattractive cunt look, and who has an attractive cunt look on her face. We're talking about her face, not her actual cunt. We're talking about her her, her face. <laughs> Alright, that's enough. That's enough. That's enough for today's episode. See you in the next one.